0: Here is Lenore Zan, a.k.a. Rogue.
1: It's Cal Dodd here, voice of Wolverine from X-Men, the animated series, Bub. I want you to join me at the Uncanny Experience, the ultimate destination for X-Men fans just like you. Where you will become a mutant student at Xavier's. And be able to explore the school campus, shop the vendor hall, and meet the creators and stars of the X-Men universe.
0: There'll be panels, parties... Immersive activities all throughout the historic mansion. Whether you're a fan of the comics or the movies or the animated series, you'll find something to love.
1: This is Chris Claremont. I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the Uncanny Experience. It's going to be one hell of a ride, Bob. I bet it
2: will be uncanny.
0: Get your tickets now, sugar, at the UncannyExperience.com
1: welcome everyone to the x-factor files podcast i'm daryl i'm philip and we're joined today by chandler chandler of multiple themes. um so chandler go ahead and introduce yourself where people may know you from and why you're here
0: Sure, absolutely. Hi, everybody. I am Chandler. I am a co-host of another podcast called X Reads and X-Men Experience. And I am also one of the producers of the Uncanny Experience. You also might know me as the host of the X-Men fandom panel at WonderCon and Comic-Con and many other hats. So it's good to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks for being here. We coerced you into doing an episode um <laughs> on the 1993 annual and I'm excited because there are things that we can geek out about this issue that I did not realize when we first um came to the agreement that you would be doing Ghost Rider Annual number 1. Um so Philip just before we sat down to record was going hardcore on Midnight Suns. So ah. We just got
2: Midnight Suns. I have a problem. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I, have, I have a game going at my place. And then at here at Daryl's, when I get up obscenely early because my body is just like, you don't need sleep anymore. Um, then I play a separate game up here. So they're kind of on parallel tracks. Oh. So are, are you,
0: you? Does your hero or your hunter look the same? Or are you kind of doing two different ways Where he's like a little bad and the other one's a little good?
2: I think this one's a little more dark balance but it's still on the lighter side mm-hmm. um but yeah they look the same. they still have this caesar haircut they for a while there the outfits are slightly different coloring yeah so. and
1: i this is yet another game that i feel i sucked you into where they finally got it chandler you were such a good friend when it first came out last fall and you're like hey i'm at game they have it for xbox and i'm like not my xbox because i i had xbox one they finally did the xbox one port of the game and i got it um because okay. we were philip and i were discussing well we need to get the next generation xbox before september because starfield is coming
0: out oh so, which was amazing
2: oh yes we saw a video of it and yeah. you can go all the deep dives on all this it looks really good yeah yeah
0: i was at a concert And they did a a preview of the game with footage and music and stuff like that, and I was like in awe. I was like, wow, it looks so cool. Yeah, Yeah. so um, I got a a Target Circle deal
1: because when they pop up, they know me, Um, they're like, you can get $50 off of an Xbox S if you want to. And I'm like, well, I do. So I got that console and the special Starfield controller because
2: how could I not
1: um and then Philip is like well I might as well bite the bullet and get the console and I'm getting midnight zones because he had been watching me play it yeah um and giving me advice like why don't you do this and
2: sometimes it works
1: yeah sometimes so now he's fully hooked and I am as well and we'll we'll connect those dots when we go through the issue too because I didn't expect so many references for me to understand but because of the dumb video game hmm. totally get it.
0: Yes, props to the video game creators at Firaxis and 2K that, that did this game because it's so addicting and good. And I haven't dived back into it because I was waiting for Storm to come out. And now that Storm is downloadable, uh, I'm too deep in the Star Wars Jedi Survivor to I want to finish that game. And I'm going back into Midnight Suns, grabbing Storm. And then I'm going to complete the game because you get all the way to the end. And then there's like this thing that says, this is the last mission. If you accept it, the game will end. And so I'm like, oh, OK, well, I'm not going to accept that mission. I'm going to yeah. wait and just kind of stew until Storm gets here. And now that she's here, we're going to go and take down whatever the character, Cathon. Yes. <laughs> the K'thon character.
1: Yeah, and uh, um, I got it after everything was available, so I have Storm already and so do you, like along for the ride.
2: In both games now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, And uh, it's just so disappointing because I think the game sold less than they probably wanted, because Mm -hmm. this is the first game with the game engine, I believe, that they developed. but I think it sold too little for them to do any more DLC or a sequel, which is super disappointing because, like you said, Chandler, so addictive.
0: It's so good. It's so good. You know, they just needed to ramp up the romancing. If they would have made the romancing just a little notch higher than just friendship, I think everybody would just be all on. Like, people would have to buy this because they they need it.
1: Yeah, I didn't change Captain America into a tank top just to be friends. So... (laughs)
2: <laughs> and no, yeah, no one got board shorts. No, no, no. one gets board shorts. If you don't no get leg day, day, you get trunks. Exactly, exactly.
0: And there's hot tub time with everybody.
2: Yes. All
1: right. So, Ghost Rider, annual number one. I have my physical issue right here too. um On a flippy. It it is on a flippy. I love the flippy. It's so good for reading a comic with like one hand.
2: Because like I feel like last time we talked about it, it it's was like it's a so good for omnibuses. But it's now good for it...
1: everything. It, it's a pillow, and it's engineered with different degrees with science. Oh. We've covered how I am not great with science, but um, it so you, it is marketed as like a tablet holder, so you can like be in bed, but so good for omnibuses. It's so good for
2: everything. Comic books. For whatever layer, like if you're sitting upright, are if you're lounging, it works yeah. out really well. Wow.
1: And it was um invented and it's a female owned company, and they got like their ideas jacked and their patents stolen and everything. Oh, so I God. you see the off brands at stores, like I see them at Joanne Fabrics and things like that. Oh, And then, no. like, no, I don't want that garbage you should carry flippy
0: yes and this episode is brought to you by flippy <laughs> Fli-
1: flippy has sponsored a giveaway um for us before so oh my
0: gosh wow
1: yeah they're they're super cool um um so free plug for flippy in this episode didn't even know but um i have a ghost rider on the flippy i'm ready to dive in our brand new character whose name we finally get like halfway through the issue is night terror um which is a very formulaic marvel 90s character name like totally um i'm surprised there's like no blood or something in the name like bloody night terror or night blood (laughs) right well wasn't what was blood scream a character at some point blood wraith is one of the other new characters from these annuals from avengers annual
2: i think it's got to be like there has to a dozen of the first word and a dozen of the other word and they've done every single mm, yeah. combination and permutation yes so night terror um the
1: creative team on here we have howard mackey who's writing it um and chris how do you pronounce chris's last name chandler
0: you know i've heard it pronounced a number of ways i'm gonna go with Bacalo this time
1: uh, i'm i'm good with Bacolo you know him we all know him from generation x yes what? of course that's Brilliant. why his uh, art looks so familiar
2: oh yeah especially with chamber i mean with the similar palette and the yeah. whole flame thing yeah yes
0: oh Jono. yes now wait timing wise this was before right 93 was
2: before yes right 94. before
1: yeah because it was 94 was 94 oh, okay i believe so
2: that was a good fun read
1: And, uh, I mean, Chandler's been here for a Generation X episode. So another through line that we didn't even know that we had when planning this episode.
0: Yes, (laughs) yes, exactly. So, yeah, you can go back into their archives and listen to our Generation X holiday special. Yes.
1: All right. So we're opening the title of the issue is Taste of Power. And emphasis on the taste. We'll get into it. But that, that plays a heavy role in this issue. Mm-hmm. and they are going underneath a bridge in central park it looks like um to uh, it at first i thought it was a graveyard but definitely looks like a bridge and not like a crypt
2: i think it's on the other side of the bethesda fountain it has those yes. like archy things
0: yeah it's ex- it's exactly that I, I i think i mean that's got to be the reference because i've been there and it looks just like that so, so. there
1: it's a gang who's collecting rent from homeless people basically saying mm-hmm. We'll take whatever nickel, nickels and dimes they have and then they can sleep in our our alcoves that we control Yeah, uh, but they get surprised because night terror is there and we see his uh, thought bubbles throughout where he's narrating and he's obviously real hungry but he's not hungry for like a burger it's,
2: they do the thing um also an x factor where with- Madrox always has the green text bubbles and now these are orange. orange-ish. Orange and sinister. Um, looking.
0: I'm going to say blood orange. Blood yes. orange.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I concur.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, he's going after all these people. He doesn't really remember anything. He just remembers that he's hungry and
0: uh, he kills these people and drinks their blood. Yeah, yes. He gets some
2: memories. He does. He can pull memories is a thing that we learn. yeah this is
0: a fascinating vampire trait that i didn't quite know existed or maybe has been a vampire trope for a while but i loved the opening of the vampiric powers to psychic abilities in that sense like in in a world where there's no psychics and you need to know what somebody's memories are you just got to call the vampire yeah it's just true. like a rogue rogue like an age of apocalypse she was the psychic on the team because they didn't have gene around anymore so she had to absorb people's memories through touch so similar to oh. a vampire in a way in fact in brazil or spanish rogues superhero name is Vampira.
2: oh well, that's, that's fun. fun i i feel like that's an underutilized aspect of her power set like it's always like the abilities they I feel like it's not as often the thoughts and experiences that she yeah, like, as well. you know,
0: she needs to know the secret code to disarm something. She can absorb it out of their head and, you know, knock yeah. them out and then, you know, type it in.
2: <laughs> so handy.
0: So uh, he lays waste this gang
1: and uh, we cut to Ghost Rider, mm. not Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, though.
2: No. And not not Johnny
1: Blaze,
0: though, because I love Robbie Ray's ghostwriter. In fact, this isn't the Johnny Blaze ghostwriter either. I didn't realize that there were so many different ghostwriters.
1: This is a a, a Dan or a Danny.
2: Yeah. And he's got that 90s, like, he has the stubble, curly whoosh. He's got the, yeah, the facial hair.
1: He is riding around with a precog and. She is promising to tell him about himself. So yes, so we have the antagonist and the protagonist of the story, both trying to figure out aspects of their own past.
0: Yeah, and I thought that was good storytelling. I like that. And also, um, she has that super iconic 90s scarring around her eye. Very, very cable and long shot. Yeah. She has the eye burst oh, around yeah. one eyeball. This is such a 90s trope
2: and i think and did, he's the one who
0: originated this
2: no so. did everyone just have bad cat experiences
0: <laughs> um
1: and it, this is a friend of caretakers caretaker in oh. that sounds game um yes. caretaker. and they're riding by the park slash will transition shortly to a cemetery as well um, um And she's like, you need to go in there. Like, whatever is going to happen to you in the future starts there for your next step in your adventure.
2: In that very vague, pre sort of way. And she's like, um,
1: but I'll remain here. Have fun. Bye. Mm
0: -hmm. So she calls him a cute kid. She's like, cute kid. Um, Before we go any further, I just, I need to remark on the art. We talked a little bit earlier about Chris Bacalo and his art style. And it's also a big shout out to Mark Buckingham, who's the Inker. Mark Buckingham, you might know as the artist actually of the Fables comic series, if you guys ever oh. read that out of Vertigo. And so I was really excited to see Mark Buckingham even involved any any capacity, even as Inker. He actually gets one of the splash pages eventually in the in the not splash pages, the what do you call it? pull, out, Pin pull ups. out pinups. Thank you, pinups. But no, I just it's like It felt like going home to look at this art and Mm -hmm. see Chris do all of his amazing work. And there's so many dark, dark inks. It's so dark, this issue. I mean, it's nighttime, but like it's drawn, especially, especially dark. And his action is so good. And uh, I just love it.
2: And the heavy shading, I feel, is a a big piece of the art. Yeah, it lends a lot to the mood as you're reading. Yeah, if
0: you want
1: to see an inker pulling or doing some heavy lifting it is this issue um, totally. because so, so many of the aspects are just black um so really then the colorist has to come in and just color in around all of the shading everywhere
2: yes so, and it does make things pop like the fangs yeah or like the colors of the the, the motorcycle
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: so night terror jumps out and he's like fresh blood and Ghost Rider is like, "Oh, you've killed a lot of people. Time for you to experience the the spirit of vengeance through me, buddy. So buckle up." Um. And it, he is accusing Night Terror of being one of Lilith's brood. Mm. um The. Liren our name dropped in here as well like so many aspects of things that I just learned about from a video game
2: yes uh, and it looks it's like Night Terror a bit Danny before Danny did the whole flaming skull thing Yes, Yes. before he could
0: transform. But, you know, he's not no ordinary human. He's got the spirit of vengeance living inside of him. So
2: this the vampire is like,
0: what is going on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It tastes yucky. And there's (laughs) a fun
2: like in that eyeball flaming eyeball, there's like a little memory download, which Mm -hmm. is helpful for me as a new reader. True.
1: Yeah, because one of the aspects of the annuals is trying to get new readers,
0: trying to hook them in. Yes. Oh, and we get another great 90s name um, that somebody that he knew named Barb, her blood was spilled by Death Watch. Mm. Mm. Death Watch feels very of the era. Yeah, it does.
2: That's another one of those dozen word one, word two combos. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So, uh, um, Night Terror is uh, freaked out.
0: And runs, yeah. Because he's like,
1: I don't think I can do this right now. Not
0: before Danny did his Sailor Moon transformation into Ghost Rider, though. True. Because that's what this whole swirl means to me: is that he's (laughs) human, and then he's doing his whole transformation, and he's feeling his magical girl fantasy, and then he comes out with his flaming skull, and of course, gives the the writer and the artist give him his moment where he says, "I am Ghost Rider," and we get the cool lettering, so spooky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it is the 90s. His leather jacket has
0: many spikes. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, and the bubbles. I'm I'm so intrigued by how the bubbles are just these orange and black squiggly things to make them look like fire, but not quite fire. They look kind of mystical in a way.
1: Yeah, his speech bubbles, and then if you go a couple of pages later, his thought bubbles are squares that are little flames and singed, like mm. they're all. Like,
2: they're all a little on fire. I might have missed that when I read it. But that makes sense for, like, when they do the Ghost Rider in video games or movies, they're like,
1: "Eh, I am Ghost Rider. He's very gravelly. Yes. Yeah.
2: So it's a nice touch to add that gravelliness to a text box.
1: Night Terror goes towards a populated center in New York City to hide in the crowd. Mm -hmm. And Ghost Rider pursues everyone's terrified because they think that ghost rider is there to like kill kill them them. and he's like if only they could just come to terms with the fact that i'm trying to be nice and i'm trying to save them and they're paying attention to me just because i'm flaming there's someone literally covered in blood in this crowd just like wandering around and they're not paying attention to him yes
0: no he very much hits that home where he's just like they're afraid of how i look but if only they would listen to me and here come the police again to try to shoot me instead of the enemy and as readers of course we're just like we feel for you ghostwriter we, we do, do. <laughs> if um, we saw a flaming skull person just jetting around our crowd we would totally just stand by pacified and just be like go for it
1: yeah i take some video on my phone
2: i mean if it was so- a quiet motorcycle i would even applaud
1: mm. Like Ooh. an eco friendly, what if he has like an electric one
2: now? As long as it's not loud, I just
0: yeah, live well. Here, I feel like one. there's a lot of onomatopoeia of room, but I could be wrong, I could be wrong. It could just be, uh, my memory thinking of other onomatopoeias because it yeah, was a we... nice
2: whoosh in the transformation. Oh,
0: whoosh, yes, well, whoosh. Uh, the sound of fire is kind of relaxing. Could you imagine? Not yeah. the uh, noise, but like a crackling fire,
1: Ooh, uh, very relaxing, like. Bring your marshmallows, people. Ghost Riders to zoom by in five minutes. (laughs) Ghost Riders coming. Night Terror is drawn to this back door of some place that says no trespassing, and he's like, my subconscious is telling me I need to go here to find some answers about myself.
2: It's like the memories are just under the surface. Yeah. Hmm. and We uh, should say on that page opposite of when he goes into that door, the... you're saying with the art like this is a really good example of that with the orange and yellow flames and then the blue with the motorcycle and everything else is so dark so everything the bright stuff pops so much
1: yeah the specific color palette for this issue is very set and constrained
2: Mm -hmm. i feel and effective
0: yes yes indeed and um i will i'm trying to i don't know if you guys are familiar with new york city but i've been To Manhattan a number of times. I've been to the Lincoln Center where that is. And I'm trying to figure out where this door is. Like I'm literally in my brain mapping it out like the Spider-Man video game. And I'm like, okay, Lincoln Center's there across the street. Is there an alley? Like, where's this door? And I'm I it racks my brain because I thought it was a door under Lincoln Center, which I thought was kind of even more brilliant because no one would ever suspect an art house to have a secret sinister agency underneath it. So Uh, it wasn't until I looked just now again that he's across the street in some alleyway. But for the sake of drama, I'm I'm picturing it underneath Lincoln Center. That I looks, like that. Yeah,
1: he goes in and we see people working inside. They know who he is. They're like Night Terror is back. Uh,
2: are we going <sighs> to do something about this. And the higher
1: ups are like, no, it's fine. And then Ghost Rider shows up and they're like, we're gonna initiate a self-destruct sequence, like right now. <laughs> like the, it, like y'all were fucked. So we're gonna blow it up. Just run. Mm-hmm. On the
2: plus side, a Ghost Rider doesn't need a flashlight. True. He, he is his own illumination.
0: Yes, indeed.
2: I wonder if he can see in the dark.
0: Would he ever be in the dark though? It's true. Yeah, I and guess like- if his. If it's actual flames, but like the flame doesn't seem to be hot because I see people ride the motorcycle with him and they don't get singed or anything. Mm. So I think it's a symbolic flame. Still, it could be bright. It could be bright, just not hot.
2: Yeah. No one wants to lose an eyebrow. (laughs) No. (laughs) Where's the vengeance for my eyebrows? (laughs) Exactly. You stole them from me, Ghost Rider. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Night Terror is confronted by security guards in a hallway. He eats them. I that, mean, that's this, that whole page.
2: We got the silhouettes, yeah. like that's fun.
0: Yes, this and it definitely feels like time crunch. I don't want to draw this. Yes, <laughs> like this a whole page literally is silhouette and scribble.
1: Yes, um, and it's a very bloody issue. Like, mm. n- f- this is definitely rated like T for
2: teen. oh oh, agreed. I thought that's why they did the silhouettes was to keep the ratings lower.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's but it's
2: splurts so
1: it was approved by the Comics Code Authority. The cover says so. Somehow,
2: okay. somehow, uh, some that can't still be a thing. No, it's not. Um,
1: Ghost Rider then finds him and he, he does like the hook in the mouth, he has like some fingers and mm. nightmare's mouth, which is so, so brave for a vampire. What would
2: you do mm. to a vampire?
1: Um, and he's like, You're a vampire, and Night Terror's like, I i am a vampire yes. what okay i'm gonna turn into smoke now bye
2: what a revelation <laughs> i love it i am a vampire and i bite like yes it's like yes. <laughs> i wonder like, if you've been doing it this whole issue
1: so he in his smoke form then goes to the command center and he um becomes whole again and starts eating people
0: Wow. Like, I noticed people. in the bite holes, by the way, of Ghost Rider, that he has flame coming out of his bite holes that he bit oh, his hand. Yeah. So is his jacket keeping the flame in? Is he all flame? Like if he wasn't wearing clothes, is he just a skeleton on fire?
1: Probably. But I like feel like, like bulky, we must
2: have seen this.
1: A bulky skeleton.
2: Is, is he the inspiration for Chamber? Where like with the wraps to keep the flame in and he's got Ooh. the jacket to keep the flame in? Maybe. Maybe this is the issue that
0: spawned the idea of Chamber in Chris Bacalo's mind as they were formulating Generation X to come out in 1994.
2: <laughs> I like that progression. Yeah. I'm going to, that's going to be my headcanon now. That's what that's happened. Mm hmm.
1: Um, ghost Rider finds his way into this headquarters with like everyone's dead except for one person.
2: And like, they it was a neat and tidy office and now there's blood splatters everywhere like there's you can't get that out there's not enough club soda for that Mm -mm. no
0: well they're gonna blow up the place anyway so it's all gonna go down
2: oh good start over
0: um uh, they're going back and
1: forth about the nature of uh, the ethics i think of what Mm -hmm. they're doing like it we both have mysteries in our lives but i don't murder to solve mine (laughs) I just found. And uh, Night Terror is like, well, it's the easiest way, and you're stupid for not doing it. (laughs) If you had this power and you could figure out things by eating someone, you would.
2: Which, I think he leveled up when he ate all those lab people because they knew who he was. He was part of this black ops thing. I think that's what the survivor is starting to tell them.
1: Yeah. Um. uh, Yeah. Ghost Rider beats a hasty retreat with the one survivor. He has his motorcycle
2: Ni gets one last like I am a vampire in great big font mm-hmm. yes
1: um and he's going to find out where he came from. He wants answers in blood and then we see uh, um the not uh, the the precog who is not anyone we know no um she's like, Oh, did you find out any answers? And he's like, I don't know. So he's very moody as well. Mm. Um, and he's like, one thing's for sure, um I didn't kill that guy because he's a vampire. And we see the smoke coming up from the grate, letting us know that Night Terror will return.
2: But will he like? <laughs> There's not a great track record for some of these new characters. Okay, well, and he does, in fact, return in the next story, but he
1: Which does really yeah good. so let's go into the next story then i'll tell you where night terror appeared after i, I just oh, want yeah. to talk
0: about logistically okay the building blew up and nobody can be bothered in new york to notice like <laughs> there's not police there's not a crowd of people there's not a plume of smoke they just there's blow a up this building motorcycle
1: emerging from an exploding building and
0: they're like
2: eh. yeah. this is safe this, is, this fine. is fine just like when the
0: limbo embassy went up i don't know if the, like that's one of my favorite like series of panels is that the limbo limbo embassy appears in new york city and it shows all these pedestrians that just are like well nah, whatever it's new york there's weird shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um the first backup story that we have is all about operatives for this organization that employed night terror
2: yeah um
1: they're it's four of them they're cutting loose they're having a little dance party in their apartment it, it's been a long week
2: there's so i imagine these as like very bougie mid-atlantic accent people
0: oh yes yuppie because he used the word yuppie he did um, yuppie. he's yuppies. also flying by the way like silently the the vampire can also fly
2: fyi he's
1: feeling his powers after yes. he realized he is a vampire he's like i can do so Many things
2: can Dracula fly? Dracula used his fog ability very effectively, and like he, he took over
1: that.
2: Yes, bat Morbius two, can bat fly. What's her face to eat her, and then the fog to take over that ship, which is how he got to England. Yes,
0: but yeah, Morbius can fly. So, I mean, there are flying vampiric creatures in Marvel, so maybe this is a spawn of Morbius.
1: Oh, no. So he he crashes this party and he eats one dude mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Um, and he's saving the others for later. And meanwhile, we see a guy in a very 90s suit. Yes, I'm sorry. Combo. I need to interrupt.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. I just realized something because I related to this issue so hard when I was reading it because I was doing a juice cleanse the couple of days before we recorded and I was so hungry. And so this guy's hunger. I feel him and I got to close to the end of day two and I couldn't, I couldn't anymore. I had to eat something. And so in a way I'm here for you, night terror. I understand you got to tear out into some people's throats because it's just not enough. You know, the juice cleanse is not enough. You need the full bodied blood.
2: I mean, especially if there's hanger involved at the Mm -hmm. end of a juice cleanse. I can't
1: imagine you on a juice cleanse. Like I would, I'd be like, um, I'll take care of the bunnies. You do this at your place, and
2: um <laughs> see you in a couple days. I did one last May for that one workout program of like we're gonna start the month off whatever. Oh, and that was
1: like two Mays ago.
2: Oh, was oh it was. Yeah. And yeah. You
1: lasted not the full amount of time.
2: I think I collapsed on the third day because I'm like not physically,
1: just no. like you broke down and you're like, I need
0: something.
2: Because like a supper cannot just be boiled oh. kale <laughs> and a pepper. Well, this was just juice for two days. Yeah, you had substance thru- going in. I and had solids.
1: Yeah, Chandler was on liquids. Oh. I
0: was on liquid cleanse, which by the way, I, I feel like the reason why I cl- like, could not go on is because uh, we went to a convention yesterday in Minneapolis called Convergence, and you can't go to a con and not eat like it's so exhausting. And you're walking around just the energy being drained mm-hmm. out of you with all this activity. Like I was so tired and I just wouldn't want to go to bed. So I was like, I need to eat something. I ate like a little bit of rice and I felt like alive. I
2: was like, oh, my gosh. food. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of carbs yeah oh. okay, sorry back on uh, track okay. with this so, 90s so dude. The
1: muscly dude in a 90s suit the first close-up of him we have the color combo of green yellow and blue he mm. has pistols on it's like cyan
2: blue, blue. Mm-hmm. and
1: um yeah. he has the the helmet with the gigantic like view screen that
2: it, insectoid eye yeah covers. i'll post yes. a
1: picture of him the week this episode comes out so that people can understand what the fuck i'm talking about um, <laughs> yeah. why
2: we all just had to pause and it's a lot he,
1: and he is um he senses him like he has an onboard computer on his his motorcycle there's a lot of motorcycles yes um and he's like his patterns they just popped up i'm on my way And meanwhile, these three remaining yuppies are trying to escape and he's like, you can't escape with a shattered spine and throws a couch at one of
0: them. Rushes? No, I think all of them get crushed on the thing. Uh, No, I, they, it
1: looks... It's all in pink. The two women are below the couch. The dude gets crushed.
2: Because later
1: on, what's his face? Which is what I'm calling our 90s dude um do we ever get a name for him
2: i I mean i thought he had died but he
0: wanderer is his name
2: oh that's right
0: yeah so wanderer
1: um he comes in he starts a battle he's like blake which is night terror's real name blake Mm -hmm. um what are you doing and um meanwhile blake had like sucked the guy he crippled yeah, um, like he's drained of life, and Wanderer confirms he's like, All right, um, this dude's dead, you two run. So, like, the women escape and can still run. Um, he's like, Go call the cops or something, and they're in a battle. He stabs Night Terror right in the chest with a knife. Um,
2: unless it's a wooden knife, it's not going to do any good.
1: Like bites his but neck and he's he like bites
2: his neck and he drains the
0: color out of his hair.
2: <laughs> Is <laughs> oh. his hair
0: suddenly white in that panel for you guys? No, he's got oh. the
2: black and blue shading.
1: What?
0: No, it... no, it's completely white in my in the in my panel. Like oh. he bites into his neck in the bottom left corner, and and then its hair's white, and then it's back to its black oh. blue. Shading.
2: I thought that was like the glistening effect of '90s hair gel. Oh. um, like reflections are doing weird things.
1: So he gets sucked, and then Night Terror is like, "Bye!" But we see
0: Wanderer clenches fist, mm. which lets us know he's still alive to live another day. Ooh, and we also learned that when vampires drink the blood of a super being, they gain their super strength or power. So
1: yes, yeah, so now he's like, normal blood just won't cut it
2: anymore. I need super blood. Mm-hmm. Is this? Did Wanderer make an appearance in Generation X with Adrian Frost? I don't know. I feel like that... I would... Um... There's someone that hooks up with Adrian whose name is similar to Wanderer or Nomad or walks around for a while. I'm looking
1: it up right now, so keep talking, please. <laughs>
2: okay. And like, good for Adrian for getting on that. No... Yeah. <laughs>
1: This is that Wanderer is only a bit. Chandler, I don't know if you realize this, but you got two first appearance characters for one in this issue. Amazing. Wanderer and Night Terror. Wanderer never appears again. Wow. wow.
0: It Rude. seems like he's a character from continuity that just comes in. Like, yeah. like we've always known him. He, get, he doesn't even get an introduction. Like he just mm-hmm. gets called Wanderer because Night Terror says his name so So,
1: um night terror appears three more times in marvel continuity okay in blade the vampire hunter volume one issues three four
0: and five makes sense and that's it and um something (gasps) i'm doing There's no like jubilee vampire night terror crossover i feel like i need it
1: and something i'm doing as we're reading through i'm trying to read other appearances by these characters but one marvel unlimited and i've said this on other episodes and i've said it in conversations it is marvel's side hustle for their print publications because when they release an omnibus or a trade paperback oh. or something like that they're going through and remastering everything like they're redoing the coloring and everything to make their print editions look really nice Or mm. when they're doing that they create the digital file so they're Double dipping basically on their efforts because they make money off of Marvel Unlimited at the same cool. time.
2: Like, oh, look at the right. side effect,
1: which is uh, um, why you get weird gaps when you're looking up something like Generation X, where it's like, oh, you have like the first 20 issues, then there's a big gap, and then you have like maybe a random issue here and there, and For then the crossovers. Big... Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, is there a Generation
0: um, X omnibus?
1: They have been doing, um epic collections for it okay so um i think they're like 12 issues each or something like that mm-hmm. and i would
0: i would get an omnibus a complete collection i mean it's yes. definitively kind of done so they can they yeah i
1: think it. they would probably do two
0: omnibuses because oh we could when they relaunched it with christina no like
1: playing? the the issue limit for an omnibus is around 40 issues Oh, After it. because like the upper limit is about 1200 pages, and those are the gigantic ones that are just Too, so su- heavy, super unwieldy. Got um, it. so and there's so a, lot a lot of crossovers. 74? Did
0: you guys ever read like the Generation X Gen 13 crossovers? No, or like Generation X uh, one half. <laughs> there's yes, like,
2: there's... I think those uh, the, yes. were some of those. Yep. in Daryl's collection, the
1: minus one, mm. and things like that. Yep, so. Um, I, uh, the why I got off on that tangent is that I'm trying to read their other appearances.
2: And it's Blade Volume One on there,
1: it's not what Blade Blade the Vampire Hunter Volume One, not on Marvel Unlimited. Um, and I looked up the issues on eBay and I'm like, maybe because I've been picking up like another character that we covered, um, the mini series for that character I picked up super cheap on eBay. So I'm like, okay, where are these running? And uh, they're like, I am not that invested in this character to buy these issues.
2: Um, so it's an unknown question. At the end of Blade Vampire Hunter Volume One Issue Five, it is Night Terror dead or not? Yeah, or did they
1: just drop him like a bad habit,
2: like mm. other new characters? Yeah.
1: So um, we get some pinups before our last story in this issue yeah um,
0: this is where so we, we get mark buckingham by the way which yes. you know, he does the first pin up and i was just very excited to see it because i just was a big fan of fables overall
2: that's a fun pin up too like it's very epic looking and the it's not like sunspots crackles but it's a, a much smaller version of it to do some of the shading bits and it looks really neat
1: yeah the last backup story it has a title um it's called the worm turns
2: oh and
1: Mm. it's entirely in a graveyard
0: i promised we would get to a graveyard
2: i do love a good cemetery (laughs)
0: um and i actually love this story by the way it's so wild and ridiculous Mm, that i was like all about it
2: yes i forgot i put more brain power into remembering this one than i did the main story
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes um
1: so it's ghost rider being moody he lost someone named barbara i'm gonna guess a girlfriend
2: i mean it's sure. the 90s your brood level is already high and, and then you put him in a cemetery that's just brooding to the next level and it's, raining, it's raining too. <laughs> yeah. and it's
0: nighttime so yes brood was, levels he, through the roof
2: he's a
1: very <laughs> sad boy um and there is a crack of thunder. I mean, and a crack of a statue that almost crushes him. He's like, this is a girl from the neighborhood.
2: <gasps> I know. like
1: this is not dressed like a sad angel.
2: That face.
1: Yes. And he's like, I need to figure out. And he's like, I guess I have something to avenge and turns into Ghost Rider. It's <laughs> like a Sailor Moon transformation
0: time.
2: <laughs> it's like mid-transformation, like his flesh is burning away.
0: Yes.
1: Um. And he's like an innocent. And he's like, oh, no, I see what's part of this. <laughs> it's a worm with wings.
2: It's not that different from a Nazgul, I will say that
1: um because then we see there's a rider it's a giant worm with wings and a rider and like a sideways mouth
2: I think yes. like that's the thing like in high school biology the teacher had a tank with some snails and <laughs> one was eating a little bit of carrot up against the glass and uh-huh. it was just like had a mouth like that that was just sort of slowly working on this piece of carrot it was super cute
0: well i'll go i'll go with that but yeah. i just you know uh, i to the point also that is raining um is that Ghost Rider's flames do not diminish in the rain oh yeah he's got the eternal flame
1: um so he uh, uses his uh, flaming chain to like whip
2: this worm and... and the worm just keeps going
1: so he's along for a ride as yeah, it's chasing another time. girl it's another mm-hmm. neighborhood girl and she's like i don't want any part of this no thank you and we see the writer is named rigor mortis
0: yes just like um who's the drag queen alexa no what there's a big famous rupaul drag race contestant who thought it's not rigor mortis he thought it was riga morris <laughs> 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 uh, oh my gosh no i'm gonna i'm gonna totally i i'm so, a bad gay.
1: Uh, um i
0: have some more news for you chandler
1: this is the third first appearance of a character <laughs> wow. this may be a record so far this season um rigor mortis first appeared in ghostwriter annual number one her only appearance was in Ghostwriter Annual Number no. One, which I think is a damn shame. it's total
0: shame. I mean, she's just stuck. She's first of all, she's eternal. She's just stuck under the ground. They can bring her back anytime. Also, Alyssa Edwards. Alyssa, Alyssa Edwards. Edwards is the drag queen, just so people oh. don't, you know, come for me at you.
1: Um and Rigamortis, Rigamoris.
0: Um, Rigamoris. Well, let just just for the sake of comedy. Rigamoris,
1: um, has a great face too, like half of it's a skull yeah like it's Ooh. very
0: yes well, and like as a full skull yeah, yeah as a full skull ghostwriter. like um uh,
2: and, and it is oh and like the wrestler thunder rosa
1: and she does have the 90s eye thing going on if you look at page 54 mm-hmm,
2: uh she mm-hmm. she a sparky eye
1: Those
0: yes rabid
2: cats of the 90s
0: Yes. I really liked this character a lot. I was really excited about her because she's kind of Medusa powered, immortal, skull lady, and she like the chain has no effect on her. She can grab his chain and break it, which is like unheard of in Ghost Right. So it's like, how do you create this kind of character in a foil to him and also another skull person that can be part of his skull family and they don't bring her back? Like, I don't I don't like it. I want her back. Yeah, so, I, I
1: mean, a big part of this is a battle. We learn that the, the worms are like her babies. She nurtures them.
2: She turns... So he his chain gets broken. He reforges it. So it's sort of like a, a Cyclops Havoc situation. And, and they
1: find out why she's chasing these people. Because they went into an old crypt as part of university work. Like, they're part of an archaeological dig
2: Uh-oh. in this crypt. Which is yes. where she... I mean, my college work in the cemetery was just a service project lifting up stones oh. that were sinking. Was it this at nighttime
0: in the rain? What's that? Was it at nighttime in the rain?
2: No, it was a very sunny day. Eastern Washington yes. gets very, is sunny all the time, so this is
0: this is a little skeptical to me that these girls were working on university business in the middle of the night in the rain.
1: I, they're probably grad students so i can buy it having been okay. a grad student at one point in time they're <laughs> yes. probably like your your workday is 18 hours long and you are getting paid with one sandwich
2: maybe yes. one of them was is the actual one and then the others are there for moral support and also a ouija board Ooh. Oh yeah,
0: of so Oh yeah, they call. She called her girlfriend. She goes, guys, I got the coolest assignment, and I got into this crypt. And late at night, we're gonna go. Yeah, with our Ouija board, and we're gonna have a little seance. It'll be super cute. And then now we're all dead.
1: Yes. <laughs> so what? Um, Riga flees into a mausoleum. G the, the mausoleum, and Ghostwriter is like, Nah, bitch. Because uh,
2: yeah.
1: I have not avenged. With, the statue statue girl yes. because
2: with his chain he grabs her wrist and with her stone touch makes her touch her worm child oh. and then the worm child crashes it was very sad was. Oh. and you learn that she nurtured those eggs these worms are not just worms that run around or like jumping worms that it will invade your garden and destroy yes. the understory of the forest these are worms that require constant nurturing and attention once they hatch and he just killed one
1: and she has a bunch of these um worms and balls they yes. they hatch from
0: red balls look at and this, they're on this pedestals. room though guys look at her room first of all her throne.
2: there's she so many
0: a throne for herself that's in the shape of the worm with the wings yes. and then there's like kneeling demons that the chair sits on like horned demons that it sits on
2: oh and that's I a look, Great so attention to detail. Yes.
0: Yeah, so many pillars with the orange uh worm eggs, candle agras a plenty, yeah. incense smokers. Like there's a lot of drama going on here. There's oh. a lot of
1: drama and it looks sort of cozy at the same time. Like I did I kick it there.
2: I mean, that brazier and like the chair part of her throne, it's got those like low wingy. armrests yes so she
0: could turn to the side and like lounge if she wants yeah
2: yes this is a throne made for a drag queen
0: (laughs) yes absolutely and then the panel underneath it i love that we get to see her lipstick against her teeth Yes. because i know women and lipstick on their teeth is like a big issue so this is like a lesson in how to just keep it on one side ladies and don't let it rub off onto your actual skull teeth
2: and she, I mean, she must have great dental hygiene. There's not a filling or a crown to be seen.
0: Well, mine, the coloring, a lot of them are gold. Yeah. <laughs> gold. Yeah. That,
2: that's gold. Well, that's because of the candle obras and the candlelight. Okay. Oh, I see, I see.
0: There,
2: there's no like glint of a metal gold. It's just oh, like. she don't, she the don't gold have no glow. grail. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, she just hatched another baby and she's like, you can't do this. And Ghost Rider is just massacring these eggs with his chain a few of them
2: it's i mean it's just so cute when it hatches
1: and she's like you're killing my children i'm not going to let you do that he busts open the ceiling so uh, that it starts to like precipitate inside like there are pipes up there
2: there's a mini mudslide
1: and uh, it's quickly filling up with mud, and she's like, um, "Are you going to kill me by drowning me in mud? Because it's not going to work, buddy." And he's like, "Nope, I'm going to make you touch the, me or touch the mud and turn the mud to stone. So then you're stuck."
2: That was not a type of rock that we covered in third grade.
1: Um, because no. he he did like the roll onto the stable floor. Yes, and it, she. Is stuck there. We see that she has some ribs exposed. Mm-hmm. Oh, which
2: is kitty corner on her body yeah. from her skull side of her face.
1: And she's like, "You can't leave me here. Like the eggs are going to hatch, and they're all going to wither and die. Like my babies are dying without me. Like you've condemned me and my children. How dare you?" And he's like, "That's the price you pay." By
2: my vengeance is satisfied.
1: Vengeance has been served. Hmm. And that's the last we see of uh, Rigor Mortis.
2: She needs to come back and yep. then just like lay waste to people.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, she's so cool. I I she thought is. she was an icon. You know, she. Yeah. I Loved her look. I loved her power. I love that she wants just to care for her little worm overlord, overlord, overlord. Wow struggled on that <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Ghost Rider just like it was a great big jerk just destroyed her super classy throne room yeah.
1: yes it's all muddy now it's a muddy stony
2: she needs a chisel to get her to her throne now and to also to get actually out
1: yeah i feel a comeback for rigor mortis i yes. hope so
2: All the the years of
0: training and mental exercise, she's able to reverse her power. So if she turns something to stone, she can unreverse the stone and then it becomes mud. And then maybe she can keep touching stones on her way up and they just turn to dust and she can just kind of emerge. Like, haha, I have, you know, through careful thought and consideration, figured out how to do that.
2: I support this. Yeah, Maybe on the back of one of the surviving worms.
1: (gasps) So the question that we're posing every episode this season. Would this compel you to read more Ghost Rider? For
2: if me? there was the, oh, Yeah, go ahead. Go I, ahead, Philip. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not a very good host. <laughs> um, I if there was more rigor mortis. Yes. But I as it stands, as it stands, like Night Terror. Yeah. This Danny guy, I didn't feel that compelled by his story to find out more about him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I felt like the ghostwriter part of all these stories was so minuscule. In fact, that one of the stories didn't even have a ghostwriter in it, period. And so, like, to read a ghostwriter title, I, it does not compel me to continue.
1: All right. It didn't do its job
2: Oh, wow,
1: as, wow. as a ghostwriter title. But then I would say that rigor mortis, Um, let me look up. Um joey cavallari was the writer for that backup story with rigor mortis um so uh, the penciler was kirk van wormer
2: is that a, <laughs> do we think that's a real person i don't know um
0: <laughs> it's kind of too perfect it right? kind of is the so worm turns wow yeah so joey um, i need to look up this person because we need to find out if they're ever going to bring back rigor morris uh, rigor
1: rigor morris (laughs) rigor morris um so as we close out the episode chandler um what can we help you plug right now it is august and what's coming up for you
0: well uh, obviously the big thing coming up is the uncanny experience which is this immersive two-day fan convention for X-Men fans. It's going to take place on September 16th and 17th in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It is a hybrid event of traditional convention elements. So you can come in plain clothes. You can meet our guests, which include Chris Claremont. And we also have voice actors from X-Men the Animated Series who perform as Rogue, Wolverine, and Jubilee, we just announced. We also have the creative team of the show, uh, the Walds and Larry Houston coming. Uh, we have an actor from the X-Men films, uh, Daniel, no, I was going to say Daniel Radcliffe. Wow, oh, Daniel name. Radcliffe is coming to the Uncanny <laughs> experience. You heard it here first, everyone. Harry Potter. Harry <laughs> Potter's coming Cutmore, <laughs> Daniel Cutmore, the actor who plays Colossus in X2, X3, and Days of Future Past will be a guest. And, what a um, hug. And many more so uh yeah we are so we've got that element so you can come you can meet these people you can shop the vendor hall and and then on top of that we have this immersive element where you feel like you are a student at xavier institute because we are taking over this uh, old mansion which you can see all sorts of behind the scenes on uh theuncannyexperience.com we have a promo video and you can kind of see all these different rooms and stuff that we filmed in And that way you get a sense of what the building is like. And every room is like a picturesque opportunity. And yeah, so we have this immersive element where it's going to feel like Cerebro is going to be there. You can take a photo with a Cerebro helmet. We're going to have student lounge. We've got Wolverine's bedroom. You can take a meme photo holding the picture of Scott and Jean. Uh, We've got a danger room. We've got a tarot card reader who dressed up as Tarot the Hellion. We have a classroom where we have all sorts of people coming in and teaching classes. So Claremont's gonna teach um, X-Men, sorry, Mutant History 101. And we also have s- totally different classes. We have the the uh, evolution um, of the X-Men uniform taught by a, a fashionista here. We've got a professor coming in who is uh, expert on the physics of superheroes and is going to explain scientifically how superpowers work. And we've got all sorts of really exciting, you know, things focused on uh, on the X-Men. So there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to figure out. So if you go to theuncannyexperience.com, sign up for our newsletter, find us on social media, you will get kind of immersed in all the cool stuff that we have going on.
1: Yeah, we're so looking forward to being there and experiencing
0: everything. Yes. Yes. What are you most excited about that we've announced so far?
1: I mean, I really want to get together with Rogue and Jubilee and some chili fries.
0: I know. Uh, We're trying to make the chili fries happen. The venue is a little hesitant for some reason, but we're trying to figure it out.
2: (laughs) With a a tomato-based product? Who could...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just let us bring in giant cans of Hormel chili. It's fine. (laughs) That's
0: all it is. It's just Hormel chili on top of French, uh, French fries. So,
1: yeah.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? I i'm excited for our first cosplay experiences multiple man and ice man will be uh, making an appearance
0: amazing
2: i love that
1: all right. Well, thank you so much, Chandler. Where can people find your account if they want to engage in general geekiness? So we sure, have the uncanny absolutely. Experience. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So the uncanny experience, by the way, you can follow us at the uncanny exp across all social platforms. Me personally, I go by never five get that's never the number five get on Instagram, uh, or my name Chandler Poling on Twitter. And then X Reads Podcast, if you guys want to have more podcast glory of talking about X-Men issues, uh, you can find us at the letter X, R-E-A-D-S Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And yeah, we're all over the internet. Great. Thank you so
1: much for joining us, Chandler. And uh, um, we're going to keep pushing out the rigor mortis vibes into the universe
2: until she comes back. Let's do it. Yay. Yay. See you later, everyone. Be well. Bye. Bye.